What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday, sorry, Thursday Night Takeout. Yeah, it's Thursday Night Takeout. Let's go. Hey, man, let's get a little bit of takeout here. Let's go around the world and see what we're doing today. We got a great show for you lined up. And we going uh, Thursday night takeouts. Shout out to Ling Lings and everybody we got dedicated for Thursday night. We going down to Thailand, Soy 6. To take a look at some of the, the girls there that are available to you there. And uh, we really appreciate y'all for joining us today in honor of our Ling Lings. Yes, they are ready for you to go there. You know, I know. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Indeed, yeah. It gets wild out there, man. It gets wild out there for sure. For sure. Anyway, man, we'll get back to that little bit of debauchery later on in today's show. But this is Takeout Thursday. And we got a great show for you lined up today. Today, we're talking about singer Cassie. She's not that known to a lot of people. I've known about her because she's a good-looking young woman. Cassie Ventura suing, officially suing one Sean Puff Diddy Puff Daddy Dame, dummy, and all of them. All right, Puff, Daddy, Diddy, and Puff Diddy, and P. Diddy, suing him for allegedly $30 million, claiming that when they were in a relationship for the last 11 years, although they did break up about five years ago, we'll talk about that, claiming that in their 11-year relationship, he graped her and physically assaulted her. Let you get it through your thick that I'm broke. Yes. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. We're going to talk about that breakdown, this particular case, see what the accusations were and are, and we're also going to look at a little quick history of P. Diddy. He does have some suspicious behavior and background related to a couple of things, and this lawsuit does not come as a surprise to a lot of people. The timing of it comes as a surprise. We're going to break down what the potential issues are with the timing, and we're going to look at men like Puff Diddy. Is he a high-value target, or is he actually guilty of some of these things? We got false alligator, potentially a false alligator, Cassie, unfortunately having to go out. Give us the false allegation music. Potentially a false alligator. I mean, listen, if you've been with somebody for 11 years, there's two things happening. Either they break up with you, and they know they are missing out on the lifestyle, or it actually happened. But can she prove any of these things? That's going to be that's going to be something that we're going to have to ferret out here. We got Doom and Gloom CGA. We also got Straggle and Snickle Theater. And these bitches are broke out here. I mean, this is pretty obvious. Can't you get it through your thick yeah. skull that I'm broke? Obvious. Dead, flat, stony, broke. Yeah. I got $3.85 <laughs> in my purse. All right, $3.85 to make you hell of a motive. Listen, I got a woman from my past trying to get some money too. So man, they all out here trying to get some money out of their peace leave. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs <laughs> right. and I just, I'm just using it. Yeah. All I gotta do is flip my car, flip, my car in. flip your car. And that's it, and put the pen number And pin and number. Boom, money. Well, Cassie, right uh, come bring that ATM over here, Ninja. Mm -hmm. I always had a thing for you, but I think Puff Diddy got it all out of your system anyway. This is crazy. I think she in the bind. All right, she definitely in the bind. Uh, I can't fix is that bind. I definitely can't fix a $30 million bind, but we got to talk about this. Uh, t listen, do me a favor, hit the like button and to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App, Bimmo. 
Coach Greg Adams TV and PayPal. It's paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. All right, man. Let me see the earlier contributors to today's show. And then we're going to keep it moving. Albert Wesker says, Cassie proves that all sex is grape to modern XX. Well, uh, the removal of consent, we got to bring this up. Because, you know, these are some very, very sticky issues. I mean... Now that she can remove consent, and she certainly can, or she's been a victim, she's she's actually had these things happen and couldn't say anything. We can talk about that. Now she's saying that it's all great. Like which one? I mean, crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand. But we're gonna break down and try to see if we can understand. Indeed. What are we doing here? King of Country says, "Shout out to the boss and the goat. Thanks for your work. Appreciate you, man." Appreciate you. Delta Fox, Cassie popped up out of nowhere like a bat out of hell. She's going after Diddy's bag now that he's getting popular again. Ay, ay, ay. Hey, man, but what do I always tell you? Shout out to Delta Fox. I always tell you, these all these women in the bind. All these women going to go after your bag. We don't have marriage and divorce. Like, this is what this is what Cassie missed out on, obviously. If she had married him and produced a child, she would have had long-term care. But she ended up, you know, giving up her most fertile years, her younger years, chasing around Diddy for some reason. I don't know why. But she did it. She played her role. But then when the breakup happened, she was left broke. Then she had to come after the bag. Right? Then she was like, well, what am I can't do? I can't get alimony. I can't get child support. I got money. Well, I could say he graped me at least. Rape me for 11 years. We're going to read some of these accusations here. And this deep, uh, P. Diddy's lawyer has responded to this case. So we're just going to play both sides. We're going to play devil's advocate here because we're going to express that that if you're with a woman, guys, if you're with a woman for 11 years, she knows some of your deepest, darkest secrets. So she knows some things that could possibly make P. Diddy settle this case. And we'll go over that. All right. She knows some things. She's been participated with the nanny goat. Allegedly. Allegedly, um, somebody says, got to make sure P. Diddy get that asterisk. Well, he's been working on the asterisk for a long time. And uh, as Brandon is talking about there, I have a theory. I have a theory that says that um, all black men have an asterisk. All right. I think somebody might have also talked about this. Every black man has got to have an asterisk. Now, some of it is self-inflicted asterisk. They always have to have something. And, and it's not just black men, but all black men have an asterisk. Right, but there's something that, you know, for all of the greatness that you achieve and some of the dirty deeds that you do, when they write your obituary, they're going to include this in the first three paragraphs, just above or below all the great things that you accomplished. I mean, they all have one. Everybody has one. The only one that doesn't have one is Denzel Washington. Every black man has an asterisk. Yeah, they do. It goes par for the course. I'll have an asterisk, I'm sure. I hope I don't, but... You know, Tiger Woods, asterisk. Michael Jordan, asterisk. Magic Johnson, asterisk. <laughs> right? Everybody has an asterisk. Oh, did Eddie Griffin say it? Shout out to Eddie Griffin. I think he did say it. Everybody got one. Uh, Will Smith, booty crumbs, asterisk. All right. I think Eddie Griffin, yeah, we'll give Eddie Griffin uh, definitely. Um, uh, P. Diddy, asterisk. Tupac, asterisk. Everybody gets one. Everybody. Nobody gets out alive, Ninja. Kobe Bryant, asterisk. Absolutely. Kobe had one, no Vaseline. All right, just a match and a little bit of gasoline. LeBron don't got one. LeBron, listen, 
<laughs> OJ Simpson, Astrid. OJ Simpson got one. Uh, Ninja said Morgan Freeman. Um, he might not have one. Might not have one. I'm trying to think. Uh, but uh, who else? They said uh, who is LeBron Ninja? He didn't pay somebody. Just wait. Just wait, Ninja. Just wait. All right, LeBron James, man. Listen, you think he getting out without an asterisk? He gonna have to pay some broads off anyway. Uh, anyway, Derek Jeter got asterisk. Derek Jeter got asterisk for sure. All right. Anyway, <laughs> did Gregory said the same thing? Yeah. So watch out for it, man. It's kind of like par for the course at this point. Uh, but uh, listen, a lot of other guys, powerful men, have one too. Samuel ja- Samuel Jackson has an asterisk. I mean, his asterisk was he was a allegedly, according to him, a crackhead. I mean, so that's an asterisk. All right, Michael Jackson got an asterisk. All right, anyway, man, lots of people got them asterisks around here, man. Yo. Yeah, some people got it. So anyway, let me get back to the show here. Henry Resilient says Cassie's suing because she's in a bind out here. I mean, that's the obvious one, right? He says, what happened to her new baby daddy? I was going to look it up. Lawsuits are the new divorce. Remember we said that? We said that. Lawsuits are the new divorce. I was like, man, you don't even have to get married for a broad from your past to sue you. For real. Obama got an asterisk. He just got him one when that ninja went down um, off that, uh, off that uh, paddleboard asterisk. He got, and then he had a whole nother white dude say that he dropped neck on Obama asterisk. Um, Eddie Murphy got an asterisk. You know what I mean? It's crazy. <laughs> all right, somebody said, y'all wild in the comment section, man. Yeah, he was on that smack, all right? Your boy, allegedly, and he admitted he was on that smack. That was Samuel L. Jackson admitted he was on that smack. All right, uh, anyway, enough of this. Shout out to Daniel in the building. Mr. Peacock is in the building. Shout out to you. And anytime I say that word, I must say pause. Pause, pause, pause. And, uh, yeah, it's wild out here. Yeah, the old mama got the chef. And then there was a whole white dude saying, yeah, he went in there. He was dropping neck on Obama. Who remembers that? And I was like, what? Shout out to Chris says, my bad, coach. He was saying that the Black Wall Street, Freedman's Bank, Redlining, and Jim Crow are all less than single mother epidemic. For sure, man. Shout out to you. Thank you, Chris. And if you don't have an asterisk, they'll put the tax asterisk on you. All right, the tax. You owe back taxes, ninja. All right, anyway. Shout out to JC says, hey, where did that, where the baby at? Where the baby at? Indeed, the baby is wild. All right, and I'm going to see if I got this brother here earlier too. Did y'all see the story about Obama's, the, the white dude that said he was dropping neck on Obama? All right, I was like, man, this is. It's barbecue in there. They swept that all up under the rug. Last one, shout out to Jaden. Hooper said it's funny. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of funny in how epic these birds are. Property trampy, proper trampy vibes. I messed all of that up. Proper trampy vibes. Destroys a parent's relationship for paper. Tommy mindset for sure, man. Shout out to you. I think I read that one too. Yeah, so you guys got to watch out, man, for these things here. Shout out to Eddie Griffin and Dr. Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory, rest in peace. Yeah, I gave him an honorary doctorate. But with that being said, let's get to the first episode, Doom and Gloom.
Doom and Gloom CGA back in here. We got a very short episode. This should be a short episode, so it's going to be four hours. I don't mean it to be, but we do have a story to share here. Uh, apparently, they got this clip from the World Economic Forum. New, 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 new world. All right, and uh, let me pop this clip up apparently here. Of course, they put, they also put um, music behind it, which sucks. But it says only the wealthy will be able to travel. The poor will use VR headsets to travel to some of the same places. Let's hear this discussion. This here is held at the World Economic Forum, if you don't know. They met over in uh, Davos, and there was some Jucos. There was some girls getting filleted and slayed and poked and all of that. They was making their money out there. All right, but anyway, let's, that's neither here nor there. People um, of means who are going to travel, and then there's going to be people maybe who are of lesser means who might actually be able to use an, an Oculus or uh, a Magic Leap or some other kind of device uh, to travel to the same place, but from their own their own couch. But in many ways, it's actually going to create even more distance between those the, 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 those two people. That, that psychologically, and I think that we've experienced this through social media. In many ways, it's brought people closer in certain ways, but actually created this remarkable divide because there's, it's even more visible actually the divide there's going to be people new 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 yeah. new world order. and uh yeah for the most part this is kind of happening already and i see a couple of senses of what happens is these these vloggers or travel vloggers they'll go to these places and then um they'll show the reality of the place remember that trend they would say what it looks like in the reality and then they'll show all these people waiting in line and it's not exactly how the travel vloggers see it so essentially you will be like well i guess i've seen it all right, I don't have to actually go see it. So through social media, we, we've experienced a, a lot more travel. It takes the mystery out of some of these places that we've never been. We used to only see images of them. Now we see people like us to go see them, and we don't even have to uh, leave our seat. Then when you have Oculus, if you guys don't have an Oculus, if you've never had an Oculus or tried it, all right, I have an Oculus. I haven't touched it in quite a long time. Pause. But um, my Oculus um, glasses, they are uh they're amazing i'm just to let you know man if you haven't had oculus and experienced the oculus it is one of the trippiest things that you can ever uh deal with especially me being an old generation xer it's phenomenal some of the views the clarity all right right here you're basically transported into a place that um that uh you actually feel like you're there i mean you can look up and down all the way around it's amazing and i can imagine that people uh who can't afford to travel or if it's made difficult that you can't travel, certainly will travel this way. And it can almost be like you're out there. All right. So it's crazy. Somebody said I got, uh, okay. All right. So yeah, man, it's crazy. And a lot of people, they, people are saying kids are taking field trips in school using Oculus. Right. Somebody said the nature tour. Yep. People are taking field trips like the kids. They're like, take a field trip here and you're transported there. It's crazy. And most of the time, the experience is probably going to be much better. But I think a lot of things that we experience now, because they're going to be available through social media and Oculus and all of these things, like he's talking about, they might be difficult to get passports. It might be easier to just do it like that. Yeah, Ready Player One. Ready Player One. I'm sure people are watching Prawn on Oculus. I can only imagine that they would. I've never tried it. Not say I wouldn't. But um, I haven't tried it. <laughs> All right. Next one here. Snoop Doggy Dog. 
the S-N-O-O-P-D-O-G-Y-D-O-G, you see, says that after much consideration and conversation new, 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 new world order. with my nanny goat, oh, sorry, Snoop, with my family, I decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. Well, it's not April Fool's. I can imagine it's not April Fool's, but yeah, Snoop Doggy Dog. It's not that he said he's not going to get high. I'm sure he's going to get high. There's edibles, brownies, cookies. There's all ways to get you a little fix. But the smoke, I can't imagine he would do this because he made his own his whole image over the chronic. But I don't know. Somebody talking for him. And uh, I don't know how long he'll last, but I've always told you that this is quite the addictive thing to do. And so he'll definitely go through some withdrawals. Um, you know, his time would be his time is going to be weird. You know, he's got to always be used to rolling up. You know, Snoop Doggy Dog is no spring chicken. So uh, Snoop Doggy Dog got to be what? 50 something odd years old. He's definitely probably knocking on 50s door, maybe a little bit more than that. So maybe he's going to not smoke. Maybe he's going to vape. I have no idea. Maybe he'll vape. I have no idea what he's saying here, but uh, he didn't give it much of an explanation. Says, I'm giving up smoke. All right, maybe this is a joke. I have no idea. But a lot of people are saying, are they going to take the Snoop Dogg challenge? Meaning that even your boy, one of the biggest smokers out here, Wiz Khalifa, Meek Mill, they're all sitting around like, oh boy, are we going to do this? I mean, our whole image is on smoking, right? Wiz Khalifa going crazy right now. All right, uh, who's going to do this here? He's in his 60s. How much? Yeah, Snoop Dogg ain't going to smoke the dope no more. How old is Snoopy? Snoop Doggy Dog age. I mean, yeah, 52. That's what I thought. He's of my generation. I knew he was slightly over the, older than me. He's a, he's a Gen Xer. But uh, maybe maybe it's a... Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how this goes here. But apparently there was some... Um, some information that came out that's uh, heavy uh, marijuana smoking can lead to cardiac arrest and some of these things that was released out um, in the past couple of weeks. I know, propaganda, I know. <laughs> Somebody calls Cap. We might do a post. <laughs> we might have to do a poll that says, how many people think Snoop is going to quit smoking? All right, this is, I just can't see it, but I wish him the best because addiction is... It's real. All right, so here we go right here. Last one of doom and gloom here. I love this tweet right here. If you can read it here, it's a little off-centered. Maybe I can do it like this. It's a little off-centered. And Mr. Ninja, (laughs) Mr. Ninja has something to say. Okay, shout out to Mr. Ninja. He says, I hate a bitch who depressed for stupid reasons. Like, life didn't even deal her a bad hand. She just stupid with delusions of grandeur. And unable to set and reach goals gradually. Hello. <laughs> Mr. Ninja. As you can see in here. That's a dub right there. That's definitely a dub, Ninja. Hey, man. You're like, how you depressed? Like, what, man? Set some goals. Stop living dreams out here. But there's a lot of women out here living crazy-ass dreams. All right? They think, you know what I mean? They think they lost if they didn't live the fantasy life. They walking around here, my so depressed. Mr. Ninja got it right. (laughs) Right? Every now and then, the ninja will get it right. But I appreciate him stepping out on a limb there. Definitely stepping out on a limb. Mr. Ninja was right. 
All right. And, 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 and my philosophy is if, if there's a depressed woman around you, get away from her. <laughs> oh, man. Get away from her. De- depressed women are the worst women to be around. They're not even helpful. They're not helpful at all. And I'm and I'm here. To, I'm here to save men. I'm here to save men. All right. They're, these are the worst women to be around. Ninja. Your woman should be jipper. Your woman should be jipper. She should be goofy and excited. She should be surprised about goofy shit. There's actually a normie uh, couple here. I can't remember their name. I think I follow them, and she's kind of annoying. She's kind of annoying because I'm like, nobody can actually be like this. I know she'd be depressed, but um, I know she'd be down bad after she um, um, stops filming. But there's a normie couple that he always t- telling her to do stuff, and he's like, oh, honey, we're going to go to Target. And she's like, Really? I can't anybody know who this couple is like they're I believe one of their names begin with the D I want my woman like that just jipper <laughs> not as talkative and not trying to be as funny though but uh anybody know this couple's name there they do normie content on Instagram and TikTok anyway <laughs> I can't remember her name all right but anyway somebody will eventually say it but uh yeah girl should be jipper about life girl should be excited everything we do she should be like wow this is a i've dreamed of this day this is exciting thank you even if you did it you know who i'm talking about it's a plain white girl it's a plain white girl right she's super duper plain like stock factory issue (laughs) right but she seemed good no jipper j-i-p-p-e-r jipper you know white people stuff jipper yeah like white people, you know, white women tend to be kind of goofy and childish and jipper. Right? She'd be like, oh, just jipper about life. Just how you know what I mean? What's the name of that couple? Anyway, I featured them on my show a couple of times. I stopped showing them. I only give people about one or two. But uh yeah, man. And 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 my advice, my advice is always my advice is always for let me see if I can look it up. For for women and for young men. I always say, yeah, jovial, bubbly. I always say that something that women take away from men is that men want to be able to surprise women. We want to be able to give them new experience. We want to be able to show them new things. And sometimes somebody says chipper. No, not chipper. Jipper, ninja. Jipper, I said it right. No, no, ninja. See, they trying to correct me in the comment section. I got it right. It's Jipper. Ninja. I know you're saying Chipper. No, 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 no. See, Ninjas are trying to count. No, don't correct me. I know the word I'm using. <laughs> I know the word I'm using. No, no, they're trying to say Chipper. No, 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 no. Y- you're taking a joke away. It's Jipper, Ninja. <laughs> no, no, Chipper is the word you want to use. I say Jipper. <laughs> ninja trying to, trying to correct me. Ninja try, trying to correct me. I got it right, Ninja. It's the word I want to use. It's the word I want to use. Ninja trying to always try to take me. Look, let me use my word, Ninja. It's the word that I want to use. Ninja trying to go, Chipper, it's Chipper. No, 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 Ninja, I know the word I want. We got Chipper, Ninja. (laughs) It's the word that I got. No, 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 no. It's the word you want. I got the word. (laughs) I got the word I want, Ninja. (laughs) I got the word I want. Ninjas is always trying to correct me. Nope. It's the word I got. The word I got, ninja. 
<laughs> All right. Anyway, look, 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 look. I got to get the, you know what I got to get? I got to get the couple. I got to get the couple. All right. Uh, what are we doing here? Let me see here. What's the couple's name? Let me see here. Husband surprised me with Target. Husband surprise wife Target. You want to go. Let's see here if I can find it. Oh, this is them right here. Okay, I got them. I got them right here. All right, so this this is what this is what you want your wife to be like. Now I know they're acting. Here we go. Uh, let me see here. Where's the volume? They don't have any volume. Where's the volume at? I can't hear the hey, volume. Oh, there it shopping. is. All right, here we go. I'll go shopping. shopping. We have a baby. No, your mom will be here in thirty minutes. Got a babysitter all lined up. We're gonna go to Home Goods, then we're gonna go to Target. Sounds good so far, yeah. Then we're gonna go to pedicures after. What? Yeah, let's get pedicures. Yeah. Oh, eyeliner. Away. What? And then we'll go uh, get brunch. You want brunch? We'll go to First Watch. Yeah, get some pancakes. Yeah, syrup on them. Maybe some uh, biscuits. Oh yeah. Uh, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Chick-fil-A. We got a peach milkshake. Peach milkshake? Yeah, peach milkshake. Ready? You wanna go? Wait, really? Yeah, let's go. Yeah! No! No! <laughs> hey babe. Oh, Jesus. Oh man. Ninja, yeah. Hey, let's go shopping. Yeah, man. You know, you, you want you <laughs> You want her to be a little enthusiastic about little shit. You know what I mean? You don't want her to be Starbucks. Oh, all right, this is crazy, isn't it? They just don't know, man. Y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know, man. Anyway, what are we doing here? Uh, let's see here. Let's go back to, is that doom and gloom for the day? I, I'm looking up. Okay, yes, we got Straggle and Sniggle Theater coming up next. Hang tight. And straggle with Sniggle Theater. Let's go. All right. Now, a little confusion on the buttons here. Hey, um, Straggle with Sniggle Theater. We got a great episode of Straggle with Sniggle Theater. Only a few clips, but we're going to empty them out. Double clip real quick. We have a ninja. This is definitely a ninja. He grew up in the hood. Yeah, boy, 1984 was the year my peers didn't know what was in store. Ninja, don't mess with this ninja right here because he's so hood. Take a look at this right here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear what he has to say. I'm going to keep it G real. I don't fuck with you because you disrespecting me. You disrespect my hood by telling me take off my flag, asking how gang shot I was, nigga. You lucky on that day I was acting cool because I told you I ain't got time for that. But, nigga, today I got time, cuz. Cause I'm gonna keep it G real. I don't fuck with you cause you disrespecting me. You disrespect my hood by telling me take off my flag asking how gang shot I was, nigga. You lucky on that day I was acting cool cause I told you I ain't got time for that. But nigga, today I got time cause. Oh damn, man. He said he got time cause. All right. It never was cause. Damn, he got, did he get deleted? Oh, poor guy right here, ninja. That don't surprise me at all. I don't think, I don't think he got enough. He a little too bird chested. He a little too bird-chested to be out here acting like that, man. I'm going to tell you, somebody said he got deleted. Oh, 
Oh, man. I mean, how did he get deleted? Did they get him with the skitty pop pop? In a boom, boom, brr, boom. Did they get him? Skeet up. Pop, cock, 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 cock. Somebody got him? Oh, man. That's sad to see, man. Uh, he was about that thug life, though. He was about that life. I'm sad to hear that he got deleted. Oh, man. This is crazy. Because I'm going to keep it G real. I don't fuck with you because you disrespecting me. You disrespect my hood oh. by telling me take off my flag, asking how dang I was, nigga. You lucky on that day I was acting cool because I told you I ain't got time for that. But, nigga, today I got time because. Oh. Yeah, man, I can see how he would have got deleted, man. They running your damn lip out here, Ninja. He was ahead of his time. He could have saved this for social media, but he didn't make it to Instagram years, man. Wow. Straggle and Snickle Theater. Yeah, you guys got to watch out for these things, man. You know, you don't want to get out there. You don't want to get out there and have to prove yourself. Today, you can be a studio gangster and have a podcast. Save yourself out here, ninjas. All right, let's wait. Let's head over to Memphis. <laughs> Right, Memphis, you can almost guarantee that once a week, maybe certainly once a month, that Memphis will make Straggle and Snickle Theater. Let's go. Damn. In traffic, though, folks. I'm talking about they own that beer. All right, and so take a look here. Uh, in Memphis, ninjas mob a Federal Express truck. In traffic, take a look at these sniggles right here, man. Uh, yeah, man, it must be a cold day here. Uh, must be everybody has off their job. Nobody has a job right now. Maybe all the places are closed here, but uh, this definitely, uh, definitely some Memphis type stuff right here. Uh, New York Post reporting. All right, on oh, folks, they get into the truck, ninja. I'm gonna tell you what, right here, man. I <laughs> this is a bad day for a lot of people. Um, and they made off with a lot of luxury items, I'm pretty sure, headed to the straggle zone. Yeah, man. Memphis. Memphis definitely is on it. Brazen shoplifters. They don't care. This is definitely a hit. Packages are gone just like that. Skitty pop pop. How come the truck didn't leave, man? Look at these. Look at these sniggles. Right. <laughs> All right. They definitely should be arrested for these things here, but I don't know if they will be. Straggle with Snickle Theater. We have a straggle making the episode today, and there she is right there, all dressed up with nowhere to go. She do got some saggy waggies, all right, but I do want to appreciate them saggy waggies. But she says, you're going to pay them bills. You're going to pay them bills, all right? Here we go right here. I can't. You're going to pay them bills because you my ninja. Okay. All right, here we go. You can tell she straggled out with her lip poking out. What is it about that bottom lip always poking out on straggles? All right, here we go. If you come to my crib from time to time and we get down, we bumpity bumpy, all that from time to time, we Look locked in. Look at them waggers. And I'm cooking for you. You you good, and I'm good. Oh, my goodness. Baby, you're going to make sure I'm good. You're going to pay them bills. Pay them. Oh, Oh. You're pay all the bills. Look at them milkers. You is. I is. All right, I is. If you come to my crib from time to time. My goodness. And we get down, we bumpity bumpy, all that from time to time. All that. Look at what. I mean, can you guys see these things right here? hi ya ya man. You, this is unbelievable. How these things drooping like this. This woman does not look older than 24. Them pancakes is, them saggy waggies is jiggling. 
That is amazing right there, man. That is, oh, man. Oh, the humanity. My goodness. Them things are some slappers. All right, what did she have to say? I was completely shocked and dismayed. What is, how are these things resting around here? My Lord. Them things going to be slapping, man. <laughs> All right. What was she talking about, man? What is she, okay, let's hear what she's talking about. We locked in. And I'm cooking for you, and you you good, and I'm good. Baby, you gonna make sure I'm good. You gonna pay them bills. Oh, pay them bills. Yes, yes you is. I is. You gonna pay all the bills. All, all the bills. All the bills. You is. I is. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! What do I tell you, gentlemen? Stay away from these. Stay away from these. Um, I'm gonna be nice to her since she got saggy waggies. I definitely would probably slap them around. All right, I'll be like, all right. But um, some things are amazing. I definitely would definitely see them once. But um, she would have to be on mute. Uh, here's the thing. What is this about bills? Oh, we got, I will pay your bills, no problem. Yes, I am. Ninjas is starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, yeah, they definitely starving over them slappers. Um, but this is an ignorant woman. <laughs> Just that this is an ignorant woman. Because listen to how she talks. Anybody that says, yeah, these are hood chicks. You're going to pay my bills. You When they say that, it just is something irks me about a woman that says, you're going to pay my bills. You need to pay my bills. Like, what are, what are bills? What is it? Like, the bills? Like, that's an ignorant thing to say. Like, I just imagine you looking through your bills. You know what I mean? Like, here's my bills. <laughs> like, what is this? This is some low budget ass shit. Okay, cell phone bill. And and when you think about it, it's not that much money. It's not that much money. To a straggle, it's a lot of money. She'd be like, oh, my bills. All right, collect your bills up. How much are your bills per month? $750. <laughs> All right. I got I'ma beat them saggy waggies up. I'm definitely gonna never mind. It's a family show. But I'm definitely gonna sit on your chest. And for 750 bucks. <laughs> right 750 bucks what are you talking about bills this is a disgrace it can't be over a thousand bucks she don't have yes what she got a cell phone bill all right your cell phone bill 150 all right what else 75 dollar gas and electric bill all right we're at 175 <laughs> all right what else you don't have no water because you on section eight you go on section eight rent 320 we're at 450. Well, where are we at? <laughs> like, okay. I'm gonna beat it up all month for 450 bucks. Ah, oh, that sounds like a deal to me. Sounds like a deal to me. That's a steal compared to what's going on out here. Let's go, man. Right to the bedroom. All right. It's crazy. This is crazy, man. He says somebody says right here, coach is right. He says uh when he says that most of these straggles can have their entire life changed. Or ten thousand dollars. These bitches are cheap. I know another ninjas be like, I don't want to pay no bills. Ninja, dude, a, a guy can swoop up all these women. He can have a harem at this point for as cheap as these women are. They cheap as hell, <laughs> and you can discard them, put them over here. Except now they're coming out with lawsuits. They sell themselves so cheaply, completely cheap. How much is your groceries? All right, two fifty, three hundred. I swear to God, you not you. We're not going to get over $1,000. Nails, two weeks, 150 200 
These women are freaking cheap. And they're broke. Can't <laughs> you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Sounds like a deal to me. I'm going to get fed. What am I going to get fed? You know she's going to give me fried chicken, biscuits, pinto beans. What possibly could she make? Super cheap. These women are cheap as hell. Anyway, goodness. And she act like she's saying something. Look, she's serious. Because you know what the sad part is? She's not exposed to no real ninjas. She's exposed to ninjas. But she ain't exposed to a guy that would pay her bills. You know, dope, dope selling ninjas will probably do it. And he'll get arrested and she's back in a bind. But look at her eyelashes. Look at this presentation. Hey, somebody needs to do something with these straggles. I mean, look at this. She looks ridiculous. This woman could clean up her act in no time flat. Learn how to speak common English. Jipper versus chipper. All right, and then she would come out, and she could be a whole brand new woman. Instead, she wants to be the queen of Milwaukee. Fish dicks, for sure. She wants to be the queen of Milwaukee. She wants a hood ninja, a hood rich ninja. You know she's going to waste her life and get knocked up by a hood ninja. Dressed like this. Man, who daughter is this? I bet you she ain't seen her daddy in years. Continuing on here, Straggle and Sniggle Theater rolls on. This woman says, stop blaming men for your issues. All right, we'll go ahead and roll the film. Here we go. And that is what we beg ladies to do every day right. so we won't have to repeat the cycle over and over again. Sit back and self-reflect. If you want better, you yeah. got to do better yourself. That's it. You got That's to it. elevate. You got to want Whatever it is you putting out, you if right. you want something better, you got to be able to put that out so that person can see that this is who this person is. Otherwise, you cannot continue to do the same things and then wonder how you keep ending up with busters. That's it. That's You're it. putting out buster material. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, a new client that I just started working with. She's going through her second divorce, and she claims that both of these men were narcissists. Um, and I just very directly said, it's you. Like, it's you. You've and ended up in this situation you. two times. And the, the thing that's the common denominator is you. you. These were two different men. And yet you chose both of these men. And yeah. that is what we. And uh, shout out to these two ladies. Um, you know, uh, these women in from this area here. And she's kind of this woman here. Uh, unfortunately for black women, I always try to help you guys out. I don't I don't really try to help you guys out much because I know it's no helping you. But the problem is they learn when it's way too late. They hard-headed. Again, I might say something that's going to offend you, but I can see why certain things last and carried on for so long in certain things. Peculiar Institution, Jim Crow, uh, crack era, gangster rap, you know, the destruction of the family. It, it carries on because ninjas are hard-headed. This is just too obvious. And so a black woman will only realize this after she's failed 50, 11 times, after she's 47. She might. It might click at that particular point, <laughs> right? Right. It might click. They catch on too slow. You want ninjas to catch on fast and black women tend to be hard headed ninjas too. But this is why you can't help them because they will actually just destroy their lives, hit the 50 years old and be like, Hey, maybe I'll learn. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they don't be learning. Y'all ninjas don't be learning until you 45. You need to make 50, 11 mistakes. 
All right. And then you'd be like, we want to figure it out. All right. Now you got it all figured out. I got life figured out now. Ninja, wait, the Undertaker about to see you in a couple of decades. Ninja, you ain't barely going to make it to 68 statistically. You got it figured out. You got less than 20 years, Ninja, to figure <laughs> Ninja got 20 years of life left. I think I got it figured out. Ninja, hey, listen. What are you talking about here? Shout out to these ladies for having a little awareness. A little awareness, but of course, not all will. And uh, those that don't, well, the hell with them. All right, what is this lady right here? Is that Stragglin's Nickel Theater for? Nope, it's not. Okay, we got a woman that says she's dated 70 plus men in a short amount of time since her last breakup. All right, so this woman right here. Check it out. Master Splinter is here. Here's Master Splinter. <laughs> okay, she's nearly looked like Master Splinter. All right, Master Splinter's got something to say. And uh, yes, we got a stock factory issue. Milk of Magnesia. Best quality she has is her eye color. That would be a rarity or a genetic defect, whatever it is. She's plain. She's nondescript. You would not be able to describe this woman if something happened to her. What did she look like? She looked like every white woman, you know. <laughs> right. What color are her eyes? Gray. What else? Uh, she had an oval head. She looked like every white woman somewhere in the middle of Iowa. She was kind of chunky. She wasn't skinny. She wasn't fat. She was skinny fat. She looked like a mealy mouth muskrat. I mean, you can't even. You. She got brown hair. No highlights. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Standard issue haircut. I mean, listen, she's a nondescript. But the thing about it is, the thing about it is, this woman has gone on 70 dates. Here's the thing. <laughs> 70. How many of you ninjas, good-looking ninjas, don't go on 70 dates? How much effort would it take for you to get 70 dates? This is what I keep telling you about. Because a lot of dudes don't understand that uh, the guys that she will target will be better than her, right? Slightly better, Chad, Tyrone, you know, across the board, executive guys, Wall Street guys. They'll all date her, and they'll all smash, which makes the guys beneath all of those guys, it makes it a little bit harder. You can't get 70 dates. This, is de this would be difficult. First of all, time-consuming-wise, we don't have the time for this. She's going to say how many days a week she dates, how many men she's dated, how many times she's dated them. She will not say what her body count was right here, but we're going to guess what her body count is. All right, let's go ahead and let her rip here. I don't know if people know this. Since my last relationship, I have gone on so many dates. It's been 78 guys to be exact. And that's not 78 times, 78 dates, it's 78 guys. So there's been some people that I've gone on two dates with, and there's been some people that I've gone on 10 plus dates with. So at this point, hundreds of actual dates. So that's why I kind of feel qualified to give advice. And I definitely needed my grandma's advice for all of them. Some of which I took and some, most of which, unfortunately I didn't. I was going on about five or six dates a week. 
but I have stopped my serial dating a bit just because I've cooled it kind of on the apps and I've been doing more setups and in-person type meeting. And that's not to shit on the apps at all. It's more that sometimes there's a ton of setups and sometimes I wanna pick for myself. It's just the mood that I'm in. I probably took a break closer to this summer from that serial dating to going on, I don't know, one date a month which I would say is not enough if you're single. So tonight, I'm actually going on my 78th date, as I said. Okay, I better stop talking now before Grandma Gail is gonna watch this video and say that I'm sharing way too much about my life. What do you guys think? Am I gonna find the guy that I've been looking for before my 100th guy? Well, Ninja, I'ma just tell you, man. It's hard out there for y'all, man. <laughs> She's talking about the hundredth guy. Now, here's the thing, man. First of all, I, I listen. I always say you got to date a hundred men. You know, you got to date a hundred people before you catch your one. It's the truth. For men, it's a little bit more difficult. First of all, we got to be able to, you know, proposition seventy. I'm sorry, one hundred women. That's difficult. We got to be able to afford the dating process. Yes, you pay. Even if you don't take her out to a restaurant, you're still paying for it. You're paying for it as well because how do you? How do I work and date one hundred women? That would be difficult already, even if I could get 100 dates. How do I fit in the time? I'd be exhausted. All right. And this happens to me all the time, right? I go through monk mode. I go through focus. And then I'm like, let me hop on the dating apps. And then I fill my calendar up and I'll be like, damn, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'll be having them lined up, double book, 7 o'clock, 8.30 meeting. By the time I go two days in, I get to Wednesday and I'll be like, that's enough of that shit. <laughs> right that's enough of that i'm already tired of this stuff this is a this is a disaster I, i'm just done i can't take it no more <laughs> right after two or three days i'm like man i'm done cancel everybody start flaking i didn't listen to four broads four normie chicks i didn't listen to goofy ass conversations drove around met up talk one clap one or two cheeks i'm like i'm done <laughs> I got no, but, but before I'm sitting there like, damn, this shit is like taking candy from a baby, <laughs> right? I'm like, no more, no more. And so here's the thing with her. You got to understand. She actually insinuated that she does go and have sex with these men. She insinuated in there. There was something in there that said she does that. So if this is the case, this woman looks under 30. She looks like right at 30. She's a that's you. And that's you. She's a that's you. She's going to be. And that's you. This is somebody's future wife. I'll ask you, gentlemen. Would you mind? I mean, because this a lot of you guys do this. If you found out your wife dated 100 men before you, how would you feel about that? Right. Mm. <laughs> how would you feel about that? Okay, 70-plus men. Some of them got them guts. She admitted it. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to pause it. I'm going to play the video again, and I'm going to tell you where she said she's in the spirit of fornication for sure. <laughs> Would you? What do you think her body count is? Yeah, she's, a, she's no older than 30. She's no older than 30, and she's serial dating. And she's, you know, she's, I, she's the type of girl, trust me, I know this. She swallows kids. 
This one swallow kids. Yeah, she's caught mono. And this one, this one also, this one also kisses everybody and swallows kids. Gets tonsils buttered. I know, I know the type, guys. I know them. I bet I listen, I've been in the suburbs way too long. This one swallows kids. Now, this one definitely has had chlamydia, right? De- certainly. She's had an STI. You can't be with 78 men. All right, but let me let me play the video again just to let you know that he says 78 in one year. Uh, She did say 78. She didn't say how long. She just said since her last boyfriend. All right, here we go. I don't know if people know this. Since my last relationship, I have gone on so many dates. It's been 78 guys to be exact. And that's not 78 times, 78 dates, it's 78 guys. So there's been some people that I've gone on two dates with, and there's been some people that I've gone on 10 plus dates with. So at this point, hundreds of actual dates. So that's why I kind of feel qualified to give advice. And I definitely needed my grandma's advice for all of them. Some of which I took and some, most of which, unfortunately, I didn't. There it is right there. That, that was, you know, you know, white women are passive aggressive. <laughs> So right there, they're going to always be coy and and say it in a way that you didn't hear it, right? What what did you mean by that? Oh, you know. So that was a passive-aggressive way to say I took it up to Duke shoot with a couple of these guys. All right. I took my grandmother's advice, and sometimes I didn't. That's her saying I got my tonsils buttered. All right, right there. My grandma doesn't know. All right, and there could have been a couple of in there. All right, sisters sisters need to learn to be this coy. and But sisters to be out here, and I grabbed them by the... All right, sisters don't know how to do this. White women are the queens of passive-aggressive, the queen of I said it without saying it. <laughs> Humble brag. Uh, some, I took Gamma's advice. Some, <laughs> some I didn't. <laughs> they always with the and you be like oh and they be the business they they be the biggest skeezers out here all right and they don't be looking like it you be like oh she looks so innocent she looks so pain plain and normal you be like all right i'm gonna defile this one i'm gonna take her i'm gonna show her some things i might suck her toes right you might be like all right come here girl i'm gonna take you all right and she gets in there and she be asking you for stuff. She turns into a whole panther. Rawr. And you're like, what the hell? She be telling you putting your legs on. You're like, what you about to do? Oh, oh. Wow. Where did you learn that? This is a family show. You don't look like the type <laughs> that would do something like that. She started asking you to do stiff and this and that. You're like, really? You want to? Okay. You asked for it, Ninja. Here it is. Trying. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, she don't look like the type, but oh, she is. And she be all happy. All right. <laughs> she do your these women be skeezing, yo. Anyway, man, hey, it's wild. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. <laughs> Snatching you out. Yep. But she looks like she going to go take her books. Go to school, do her little SAT prep, and all of a sudden, she be doing the wildest stuff. All right, yeah. Anyway, it's wild. Trust me. And Chad's be 
telling her, taking her out, man. It's crazy. All right, uh, what are we doing here? Is that the rest of Straggle and Snickle Theory? It is. Here we go. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, man. Let's get to some super chats contributions to today's show, man. We wild out here. Yep, she be proud. She be giggly. <laughs> I'm so nasty, aren't I? And you be like, <laughs> then you see her, she turns into a Karen. You like, I bet you she ain't had no nasty stuff. They be nasty, man. Yep, they be nasty, man. Barbecue in there. And y'all, one of y'all white beta brads are going to marry her. Oh, man. Somebody said Lamar Jackson is hurt. I don't need to hear that. But let me see what the scope. Oh, Jesus. It's not going my way. (laughs) It's not going my way. All right. uh, Anyway, what are we doing today? Let me check. Let me check the contributions to the day show. How about we do that? Lamar Jackson doesn't need to be hurt. We got our brother half space will travel, says coach, you are out of control. LOL. I know, man, it's out of control already. Shout out to our brother James E. Davis is in the building. Shout out to you. Yeah. Shout out to L. Hefe says P. Diddy, great me too. How do I cash in? I know, man. It is wild. And that's you. Ninja $30 million? I'll, def- I'll humiliate myself out here. <laughs> right? Ninja's asking for $30 million. It's a mess. It's a mess. Uh, what are we doing here? Shout out to the Dark Side Foundation. Uh, BWs like Cassie hate it when a ninja knows his worth and refuses to marry a deep, uh, uh, is it a deviant woman. She's now married to a broke skater who's seven years younger than her. She can't take that L and move on. I, I wish, I wish, I wish, it, but you know, we got to actually look at it, but I don't know why she don't move on with her life. Fixes the mind says earlier you said uh, earlier, excuse me, earlier you said you wake up and think, what will I give the coach game today on the show? You put on two banger shows every single time, man. Shout out to you, man. This is, I guess I'm doing my best. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Lamont James, what's up, coach? Just landed back in Philadelphia for the holidays. Ran into a cute girl next door, Dominicana. From New York, I already making plans to put hands on hips. Shout out to the coach gang, man. Shout out to the brothers out there. And that's you. And the Dominicanas. The Dominicanas out here. Don't let her stab you, son. Don't let her stab you. I hope she's nice and feminine. All right, we got our brother here. We got, uh, let me see if I can say these names because I've been seeing these names before. But it is Gregory. It is another Gregory in the building. Shout out to Gregory M. Says, thank you, coach, for all your advice. We hear you out here, and that's a co-sponsorship. Thank you, sir. I'm rich, and I appreciate that, man. Take take what you can from this information. It can be use, useful, and it can be fun. All right, we got our brother here. Um, this is from Rashid J with a co-sponsorship. I'm rich, he said, Ryan Leslie made Cassie from a musician's perspective Amazing producer and visionary, but Diddy had more money and Dirty Mac. Did, I didn't know Ryan, Leslie, and Cassie were together. I know they made a song together. They made some good music together, as a matter of fact. Um, and I've only, I, I know really only two Cassie songs, just to be honest. She's better to look at than to be heard. But um, were they together as a couple? I didn't realize they were together as a couple. It kind of would make sense because I, 
the two songs that I know from her are produced by Ryan Leslie. So um, anyway, Diddy just got the bag like that, fam. You know, Diddy got the bag. Diddy can dirty Mac Ninjas, man. Diddy can dirty Mac Ninjas. That's wild. All right, her first song was Ryan Leslie production. Shout out to the producer, Ryan Leslie. Yeah, I didn't know they were a couple. Really? Anyway, a lot of people don't know what we're talking about. It don't matter. All right, but uh, nobody would ever. You're not going to. This is not useful information. All right. Uh, shout out to Kaylin says the story about Cassie and Diddy is crazy on so many levels. She allegedly cheated on Diddy with her now husband, and she's now suing him for abuse. There's no limit to a woman's madness out here, man. Yo. When we get to this story, we're going to have to try to put the timeline together and see what happens if she's really in a bind. What happened? What happened? Where did all the men go? Yeah, what happened? What happened? Where did all All right, we got some other brothers over here, and Deshaun Rose says, good evening, coach, to you. Hit the damn like button, yo. Can I get that like button hit? Can I get 1,000 likes? We need at least to get 800 likes right here, right here. All right, shout out to Minnesota's Midwest's finest says, I apologize in advance. So you telling us Diddy was telling Cassie to take that, take that, take that for 10 years. Yes, take that, take that, take that, take that. All right, yes. Or maybe we'll get to it later. Shout out to DGC Morris at the Italian Juco in Milan. Shout out to you. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. This ninja out there with some flatback Supremes. Sean Christopher says, today I got time. Cuh has to be a new drop, a new CGA drop, man. Shout out to you, man. JC says, you got to clip that. Today I got time, cuh. All right, I don't want to get skinny pop-pop, but I, today I got time. Deshaun Rose, my kids watching, coach. It's a family show. All right, they learning about new things here. All right, your kid's going to be sniggling to me. They're going to find my catalog. <laughs> All right, Sam says Al Pacino is 83 years old and having to pay $30,000 in child support per month. This goofy old man is in the fourth quarter of life, just like Robert De Niro, paying the price for bad decisions until he dies. Uh, yeah, covered Al Pacino and Robert De Niro as well. Uh, but men don't understand their worth. We don't understand our worth. Anybody that tells you that women are the prize, ninja, it just doesn't make sense. They just don't have anything that can result in anything uh, of a of a positive. Like they don't have anything that would have you in the black financially. Nothing that would give you green. Nothing that would give you a thumbs up. <laughs> it's us, ninja. Everything we produce, we produce. We reproduce. Anything we do. It rarely causes a debt or to go in the red or turn into a red light. Everything we produce makes it makes it so that they they they're they are needing us. Like 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 they produce debt. I always say this is not a put down, but women only produce debt. They rarely produce assets. They rarely produce things that actually are net net positive. Net positive. It's always a net negative. <laughs> it's always a net negative, right? Like time, anytime, anytime time's associated with them, it's a net negative. Anytime energy is associated with them, they're going to wear you down. Like anytime you clap in her cheeks, you clap in her cheeks, you had energy. You'd be like, Rah! Ah! you walk in the room. Soon as you finish with them, you'd be like. Oh, 
anytime you talking to them, you just getting wore down. You paying attention to her. You just, I had an Uber chick, Gordita. She drove me back, took all the side streets. I was like, God, and she was talking the whole time. I was like passing out, <laughs> passing out, just draining me. So children are net negatives. Children is a debt. Almost everything that when you deal with them, it's a literally a net negative. <laughs> you, you're going to spend something. You're going to consume something. She'd be like, can we do something fun this weekend? Oh, damn. I mean, so dealing with them is a net negative. They don't produce assets. <laughs> now, us, on the other hand, just dealing with us, we change their lives. For the better, sometimes for the worse. But even if it's for the worse, they can turn it into the better. So say they get violated, like Cassie says, allegedly, she could get $30 million. Say I shoot, uh, say I, so I give her her kids. You know, I put kids in her belly. She could take that and produce it as a, a positive. <laughs> she could produce it as a positive. Financially, yeah. I could change her life financially. I can build something around her. I can build a community around her. I can build a house around her. I can build a school around her. I can send her that. Everything we do, it's a production of um, positive. We make her life better, sometimes worse, but most of the time better. And even if they didn't get it out of us, they can go get it by, well, I did this, clout. Clout chaser women. Like, they can get clout after us. Matter of fact, there's a, um, there is a, uh, let me see if I can pull this up as an example. Uh, let me see, do I got the right thing up? Instagram. Just by being with us, if you're a higher status man, she can get, uh, shout out to, uh, 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 hold, hold, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can pull it up. Because this is Michael B. Jordan. There's a woman running around here talking about Michael B. Jordan. And um, she's talking about he was bad in bed. All right, so this woman, I think I featured this story before. But take, check this out. So this woman, I believe, um, I don't know her name. It says right here. What's her name here? Bree TC. Apparently, this woman had a sexual relationship with Michael B. Jordan. She also later had Nick Cannon's child, a.k.a. her. By the way, she don't look like a woman too much here, but that's neither here nor there. I'll be checking for the Adam's apple. But in this situation, the two women, the two men that she associated with, did they get a positive return from her other than puss? The two men, Michael B. Jordan and Nick Cannon, did they get assets? Did they get a net positive other than a nut busted? Now, on her side, on her side, she literally got net positive. She got Nick Cannon's child, and she got to be able to associate with Michael B. Jordan. Nobody knows this woman's name other than when she comes out in cloud chases and said, I slept with Michael B. Jordan. So. Take a look at where the value is. <laughs> she produces nothing good. She is just what people would call attractive enough to sleep with a guy or these industry ninjas. But then she says Michael, Bo Michael B. Jordan wasn't good in bed. So now she only takes the, the, the positive and then turns it into more positive by clout chasing. Mm. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know how people can say, yeah, uh, women are the prize. Really? No. No, it's not even close. Ninja, uh, uh, you, could, you could get pregnant today by the right guy. Even the wrong guy, you could get pregnant and it turns into a positive. It's absolutely disgraceful. Anyway, 
Shout out to uh, Deshaun Rose, uh, Sam, and Sam acknowledging that Al Pacino in them. You know, even dusty-ass semen is worth a lot of money. <laughs> it's crazy. He said attractive but mid. Yeah, she has attractive. I think that woman has attractive qualities, meaning that physically she represents what people in the industry would go after. She's the devil's advocate, right? She has uh, facial symmetry and and certain body type. These are industry pass arounds. They all kind of have that. But now she's out here. I'm going to crush a lot of girls. There, there, there's another photo of her. That might not have been the best photo, but there's another photo of her. Yeah, you know, typical exotic, uh, what I call racially ambiguous. You know, she she looks white, but she might look mixed. You can't really tell what she is. You can't tell where she comes from. This is the industry standard right now. Bolt-ons, right? Excessive makeup, hair done, pullback, model type. But the racially ambiguous... Uh, exotic type is the industry standard for some reason. I'm kind of, I'm definitely over them. I really wasn't into them to begin with, but I'm certainly over this. It's <laughs> as being like, uh, oh, they, 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 you got to have this girl. Eh, surgery. You can tell there's a lot of surgery done on the facial and all of that stuff. Anyway, somebody, she, she white as F. Um, Yeah. I mean, you can tell she's not African-American, but what is she? What's her background? She French? What is her nationality? I bet you can't figure that out. He said they all look the same. Yeah. I mean, they started to do that all the same look, but a lot of, a lot of those people do it. A lot of those people want it, I suppose. Yeah. Um, anyway. I think we're ready for the next part of the show. We're almost to the main event. We'll get there pretty quick. What about these broke chicks right out here? Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. <laughs> Somebody says spray tan is her ethnicity. Spray tan. All right. Uh, We got to acknowledge the fact that we got to be on guard, guys. We got to be on guard. The reality is a lot of women out here are struggling. Y'all struggling out here, man. And I've been warning you that they were going to be struggling. So we see the desperation. I hope you feel the desperation. If you're a man, I don't need you to be desperate today. You guys are in a good situation. But here's another program. This program was similar to a program that came out during COVID. Um, a lot of cities were doing this. They were doing pilot programs to basically produce Marxism and laziness in communities. And people were wondering, oh, they're going to hand out monthly payments of $850 to women. This pilot program was put forth. Uh, in, I believe, Georgia. New, 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 new world order. And uh, now it's no longer a pilot program. I think they're going to go ahead and go forth with it in three Georgia communities with 650 women, black, I think they're black women, if I'm not mistaken, eligible for this handout in her hands, in her hands, and it provides over $20,000 during a two-year period to around 650 eligible women in three Georgia communities. And a program which began in earlier 2022, I reported on it back then, is to provide a solution for financial insecurity kicked off in Atlanta's old fourth ward. This is the neighborhood in which Dr. Martin Luther King grew up and later preached about guaranteed income. The, uh, and UBI is on its way. The name of the guaranteed income incentive, uh, and initiative was inspired by a 19... 67 speech by the civil rights legend on the subject in her hands program expanded to include over 200 
black women across the Clay Randolph Terrell or Terrell County cluster. I guess this is in rural Southwest Georgia. And then another cohort in the city of College Park, the no strings attached payment provides over $20,000 during a two year period to around 650 eligible women and applications will soon be accepted for a new group of participants. Programs provide uh, monthly payments of 850 to women. When does it start and how to apply? All right. And so they're telling you how to apply right here. And uh, the handouts will be given out in April of 2024. You will see strags lined up like crazy. All right. But they don't need you ninjas, right? The program is directed at black women who are among the most likely group to experience cash shortfalls to make covering basic needs difficult but the hair the hair weaves gonna be on point the weaves gonna be on point the their economic insecurity is the result of quote systematic barriers like pay and equity and few where's the black man's money at all right systematic barriers like pay inequality and fewer economic buffers that nearly any other demographic in uh, 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 Georgia fields here. Applicants must earn no more than 200% of the federal poverty level and live within these defined neighborhoods. Half of the more than 650 current recipients receive on average 850 per month for 24 months, while the other half first get a lump sum payment of $4,300 and then $700 per month uh, for 23 months, Black Girl Magic. Early data from the initiative shows that is already have provided impacts for women and their families. Where are the ninjas? Man, Zaddy be on them bed winches. I mean, <laughs> Zaddy got they foot on these winches next. This is wild out here, man. God. You get it through your Damn. Big skull that I'm broke. <laughs> Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got three dollars and eighty-five cents in hey my Hey man, purse. anything to control a vote. I'm gonna tell you, man, because the last one came out towards the end of the red trying to get the red wave. This one's coming out right, right, election time. Election time. Uh to get these bitches to vote right. And they be out here trying to tell you they doing it on their own. I don't need you, dusty, dirty ass ninjas. All right, they also want you to pay their bills, double dipping, and also going to collect child support on top of that. More than likely, Ninja, pay my bills. You're going to pay them bills. And <laughs> she running around here with that 850 bucks, calling you broke, dusty, and dirty. You wonder how they getting their hair weave taken care of, Ninja, and they sugar daddy giving them a couple of dollars. I got money. Man, he said the community is chalked. Community is dead. It's been dead to me for decades. It certainly is dead. The whole soul of it is dead. And it's not talking about just black folks there. I'm talking about the whole damn aura and essence of it. There's, it's all gone. <laughs> there's nothing there left. All right, because you know, there's people you know that are going to line up. How about this one right here? We're getting down to the nitty gritty here. A 100. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a 1.35 billion lottery winner is suing the mother of his child saying she told his family about the money. Uh-oh, damn. I got money. All right, there it is right here. The winner of the January's massive 1.35 billion Mega Millions lottery is suing the mother of his child, 
baby mama. He's accusing her of telling his family about the win. Court documents show the mystery winner has long sought to remain anonymous. Yep. <laughs> they can't hold water, Ninja. Oh, pillow talk. Samson and Delilah. The Delilah spirit. He should have got rid of her. The winner of the massive lottery prize is seeking damages from the mother of his children. Who has, uh, who he says revealed to the win to the family. It says the man named only as John Doe in the lawsuit beat stupendous odds to win the Mega Millions prize in the main state lottery in January. After the lump sum taxes are taken out from the ticket bought at a main gas station, the amount was just under $500 million. The winner has sought to keep his anonymity from the outset. According to court docs filed on Tuesday, and seen by the insider, it appears that his win was even kept secret from most of his family. The documents show he sought to protect his anonymity with the non-disclosure agreement between him and the mother of his child back in February. The lawsuit says that the woman named Sarah Smith signed the NDA, saying she must keep the jackpot a secret until June 1, 2032. When the daughter comes of age, when the daughter turns 18. But you know this bitch had to go get some child support. Business Insider wasn't able to contact the mother, but the plaintiff lawyer dis, uh, declined to provide comments. If the mother did by accident or deliberately spill the beans before that point, she'd have to tell him within 24 hours the NDA said. But according to the lawsuit, the woman then told his family anyway, if she, it says... She got off the phone and told his father and stepmother, which led to several other people, including his sister, finding out. The plaintiff is now asking her to reveal exactly who else she told with the penalty of at least $100,000 for each time she broke the NDA. She ain't got no damn money. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I got three dollars and eighty-five cents in my purse. Uh, there you go, right there, man. Look, man, she probably was damn that just that fast. And when did he win this? It said in uh, reading comprehension, CGA. I read it already, but uh, it sounds like it was somewhere around. Uh, did I read April, February? Oh, there. Okay, he won in January, and it said somewhere in February. All right, she didn't hold it very long. God damn. Aye, aye, aye. She signed the not, he won in January, signed the non-disclosure in February. And um, yeah, it was soon leaked by that particular point. Damn, she didn't last damn near. She didn't even last a year. <laughs> Jesus Christ, these bitches can't hold water. Aye, aye, aye. Oh, man, what did he think, guys? Listen, women don't abide by contracts. Are you fooling me? All right, he tried to get her to be silent. Silence, you fool. <laughs> Ninja, never tell a woman anything. Mm. All right, just dip out. <laughs> just dip out. Just dip out on them and leave her there holding her peace leave. All right, send her money. Dip out, buy you an island, no loyalties. Sad case. We're on to the main event. Let me do this. I got to actually make sure I got the super chats. All lined up. We're going to talk about Cassie and Diddy here up next. Shout out to Deshaun Rose. He says, in today's morning show, the baby mama terrorist at the birthday party really triggered me with the 19-year-old daughter. I'm fortunate to never been through that, but I feel for fathers like you and Henry Resilient. Protect your seed. Thank you, brother. Sad. 
The Real Fit Style says, Coach, the 850 directed to women only is just a continual of the continuation of the same trick the serpent used in the Garden of Eden. When will we learn facts? And it is also similar to the Whitley Lynch letter. It is also similar to the Civil Rights Acts. It is also similar to the Welfare Acts. Like there's nothing new under the sun. These same tricks are being played, and it's only going to take hard-headed ninjas to figure it out years down the line. So I'm sure there's an idea that these women are like, hey, I ain't going to let my man know. I'm going to go on and get that money. I'm going to go on and get that money. Hey, man, give me to 1,000 likes. You about to get into this main event. <laughs> all right, get into this main event. Sad. But, yes, the Garden of Eden, the Serpent, all of that stuff. They, say, they play the same trick on women. Women are highly manipulated. They're highly, uh, they're highly able to be manipulated. Teased. Here, come here, come here. I got something for you. Just, just come over here. This is why the Lord ordered us to protect them, not from others, but from themselves. All right, shout out to El Santo. Dining at the Perry Steakhouse. Saw a couple of Kayleys only buying appetizers and drink. Coach, they broke out here. Brothers, they broke. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Facts. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I got $3.85. He said they purse. rent due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, shout out to your, hey, man. When you, if you open your eyes, you see it. Larry Lee's your pain, dude. CGA, I started vetting this beautiful 19-year-old virgin here in New York City. She wanted me to make TikToks, be vulnerable, and got mad because I didn't text her for eight hours while I was at work. He said, hope is lost, and I'm done with trying to give my mama grandkids. Damn, free agent lifestyle for life. He was at the junior college there. I don't know how old he is, but she's legal. But, yeah, I think these women don't know. She doesn't know, man. A lot of these young women that, I, you know, even that I mess around with, some of them are good in their communication and understanding that, Ninja, I'm a busy man. Um, but a lot of women don't know. You know, they try to mess with a guy. They don't like younger dudes. They want a guy that's established, got money, got a car, got a place to. And then they get with you, and they want to treat you like you just got time on your hands. Right? You don't have, you have a life. You're, you have things to produce. You don't have time to be going back and forth with them. And so they don't understand how to treat a guy. Uh, most women cannot treat a guy that is um, the guy that they want. I want a guy that has X, Y, and Z. And then they meet him, and then they treat that ninja like a regular ninja. All right, it's, it's, I'm like, man, you really don't know. Uh, you got to give men who earn money space. You got to give them space. You got to give them head space. Ladies, ladies. <laughs> Um, um, they gotta, you gotta have headspace. Like you gotta have ability to create, to think, to actually, uh, put out fires. You actually, uh, men who have resources are, have a lot of people that he's accountable for. Okay. A man that has resources has a lot of people he's accountable for. Like a man that has resources rarely is just like Scrooge McDuck on DuckTales. All right where he just diving in his money and swimming in it. Even if he earns money, he starts to become accountable to other people, to business, to employees. He's got to cut checks. All right? Right? As Young Dolph said, real rich nigga. How you know I'm rich? Because I got rich niggas on my payroll. <laughs> All right? I got, I got people. If I'm rich, I'm making other people rich. Right? So I'm actually got to give people 
opportunities. I got to cut checks. I'm a check writer, right? Other people depend on me to be able to survive. <laughs> so um, if you don't know that and understand that, that man needs headspace to be able to think, oh, man, okay, I got to make sure I got my payroll covered. I got to make sure my baby mama's covered. All right. Um, I got to make sure my kids are covered. I got to make sure all of these things are covered. If these things aren't covered, then everybody loses. A lot of people are depending on me. You know, you got a sugar baby. A lot of people are depending on you. Your mother, you might take care of your, your mother and father that are elderly. A lot of people are depending on you. And people don't understand that. So what they'll do is be like, you, you got time to text me? You got time to do this? No, I don't. <laughs> Nobody got just. And the man needs headspace for that. So we ain't got time to crazy shit. And um, somebody said it was the old BET, right? The BET model. The BET fantasy. Where you got some dude, he just rich and handsome. And he in a suit. He don't sweat his suit out. <laughs> he go to work all day, shot calling, big balling, writing checks, making plans, thinking about what he's going to do, where he's going to take his girl. Then he comes home, you know, with his shoes all nice and clean. He went in a rainstorm, ain't no drips on his coat. He walks in. He sees the woman. He says, baby, let's go shopping. Let's go on a shopping spree. Then he goes on a shopping spree, comes home, makes salmon. He makes quinoa, asparagus tips, all by himself with her just looking, watching him. Then he has his shirt off with an apron on. He's got his hair lined up perfect, smooth skin. Mustache just trimmed great and right perfectly. Hair all wavy. Bills paid. <laughs> Drive a BMW. Yep. Then he make it over here. He got the right wine. All right. He pull out a thousand dollar wine bottle, pours it out. Dishes are washed. <laughs> ninja says strips campy. The ninja can rap, sing, write poetry, tap dance. Then, after all that, the ninja washed the dishes all sexily. And then, guess what he does? He goes and blows her back out for three hours, sensually and sexually. He got candles lit up all in his room. He got a view of the pool. <laughs> he just... He just caressing her. He got cupping her titty, clapping her cheek, same time, kissing her neck at the same damn time. He got the music on. They listening to Maxwell right now. All right. The ninja playing the piano. She laying on top of the piano. Yeah. <laughs> he reading her books. He got a book collection shit. Yo, wild as hell. Rose petals, then you got massage oils. They got time to lay in the bath. All right, after he done clapped her cheeks for three hours, they laying in the bathtub. Bubble bath all filled up. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right? 
And then after that, that ninja be at work tomorrow morning. He'd be up at 6 o'clock in the morning like he ain't broke a sweat. She lay in there. He's like, oh, baby, lock the door when you done. It's only you I think about. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yo, them ninjas don't exist. Them ninjas don't exist. But they think you, you that she's going to find some wealthy dude that got all this time to do all this shit. All right, nah, hell no. That's a non-existent ass ninja. He write a book. He go on an autograph tour. He he on he on NBC Good Morning America early in the morning because he a book author too. He he authors books too. Ninja on a book tour. She she thinking about writing her book. He gonna give her the inspiration to write her book. Then later on in the movie down the line, her book take off. She leave that ninja behind to focus on her career only to realize that's the ninja she wanted so she can run back. He follow her to the TV studio while she doing her interview and she realized you the ninja I needed all this time. Ninja. So I could focus on my career. <laughs> oh my Lord. Yep. He got a helicopter. They fly off to a helicopter on an island that's decorated with candles and lights. <laughs> right that in their world yep in that world they got that guy that guy's out there i'm just waiting for this guy he's out here i'm a manifest in our love oh god he gonna quit his career and then follow her on her book tour all right i'm gonna give it up baby i'm gonna move to you to atlanta i'm gonna move with you to atlanta i'm gonna leave all my corporate Shit here, my parents, my kids, my baby mama. I'm going to leave my company to follow you on your book tour. In their world, they got this ninja is around somewhere. I found the perfect ninja. <laughs> All right, these people out here, yeah. How dare you? Don't ever think I can't manifest the guy in my drink. And meanwhile, she fat, soggy titties, all of this stuff. Dumpy. She looked regular and basic. She got the buffalo hump on the back of her neck. She's the lack of standard of beauty. She's everything but the standard of beauty. And she's going to scoop this ninja up. Just got to find him. <laughs> Just got to find him. I got one more here. Shout out to Brayon, coach. Greetings, coach. Quick question. I'm about to be 32, and do you think at my age it would be valuable to become a paralegal or invest in some tech certificates? I mean, it depends on what you want to do. Tech, tech is where it's going. Paralegals are a dime a dozen. Paralegals work crazy hours, so, you know, paralegal, you're going to work a lot of hours. I mean, if you might not be afraid, you're going to work odd hours, too, and then you're going to be up on Sunday reading briefs, filing corp docs, <laughs> right? So, uh, to get to trial on Monday, ninja. So it depends. Um, if you like to read and write and type, paralegal. If you want to advance to some advancements in tech, tech. All right, anyway, shout out to you. Thank you for that question. You have a definitely, uh, definitely if you, if you want to bang out legal secretaries and paralegals and whatnot, paralegals. All right, but you can rent paralegals on on at the junior college, Ninja. They 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 need they need they law school paid for, Ninja. So, don't go over there just for them. 
All right. Anyway, anyway, uh, AI can do paralegals right now. I got a paralegal. I swear is AI. All right. Anyway, uh, what are we doing here? Let's get back to the show. Main event, main event. Yes. All right. All right. Let me check uh, what we got going on here. We got the lights almost at a thousand. We're getting there. Main event. Cassie suing Diddy. And um, we got to give you the background story here. For those who don't know, they might not be familiar with these two characters. But Cassie, Cassie Ventura, and you've seen her on the thumbnail, beautiful woman. And oddly enough, we were just talking about Cassie this morning. Somebody had just mentioned Cassie this morning, and we were talking about her this morning. And oddly enough, right about noon, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, this story pops up. Well, Cassie is a singer, R&B singer. She, her career, I mean, she probably sounds pretty decent. She was more looks than substance. She's not known as a performer. Well, earlier on in her career, probably when she was young, I would probably say 19, 20. I got to look this up. She started a relationship with Diddy, who was probably in his 40s at this point. And so obviously there was an age gap. Um, She doesn't have or looks like she has the best personality, but that's not what would have won me over. Right? Her looks is where it's at. And they had a on-again, off-again relationship for the last 10 years, almost 11 years. It ended in 2018, mostly because what people say or believe that Cassie wanted children and to settle down and to marry. Diddy did not want to for various reasons that we might get into. She allegedly met with a personal trainer, a skater, another guy, a white gentleman. I believe it's a white guy. And she ended up, I believe, settling down with him for a period of time. They may still be together. I have no idea on this one. But she ended up going with him. I think she was his personal trainer, if I'm not mistaken. His personal trainer. So the guy existed in their world prior to her going with him. I think she was his personal trainer while she was together with Diddy. So she more or less broke it off. She more or less was like, okay, I'm ready to move on. I got somebody here. And she left Diddy in 2018. So really, it's been five years since Cassie has reared her ugly head. And we don't know for what reason. A lot of people are saying that there was a non-disclosure agreement that might have lasted for five years. Because time-wise, it lines up right here at the end of the non-disclosure agreement. If it was at the five-year mark, it lines up for five years. And now she's coming out and hitting this. That's just number one. That's number one. And so, yeah, she monkey branched to the trainer. Typical woman move. And uh, she thought it would be better, and it probably isn't. They probably aren't where they need to be um, financially. A couple of more things here. Apparently, in New York, the state of New York, they have something called the Adult Survivors Act. Look it up. It was signed in by the mayor. Um, I can't, or sorry, not the mayor. The governor of New York, which is a female governor. Uh, I think she was the governor that, that replaced Cuomo. She's now the governor. She signed in in November, uh, sorry, uh, April of 2022, a survivor's window, a one-year look-back window that would last until November 23rd, 2023, in which the Adult Survivors Act says it created a one-year look-back window for survivors of sexual assault that occurred when they were over the age of 18 to sue their abusers regardless of when the abuse occurred. And this ends on November 23rd, 2023. 
after November 23rd, 2023, they cannot do the one-year look back. And it began, it was signed in in April 2022. It started in November of 2022, and it runs out in a few days. Okay? It runs out in a few days. In this case, in this case, adult survivors, adult survivors, not children, adult survivors that were, um, that were raped and assaulted can file a suit no, no matter when the abuse occurred. So that is right there. One of the things that you can see that the, why would she file it right there? She, she got it in right in time. Like if she would have waited a week, she would have not been able to file this lawsuit. I mean, she probably could have, but she would have been done with it. So I'm sure somebody uh, noticed her and said, hey, um, you know, you might want to tell your story. Now, let's go back. Let's give the uh, rundown of what the case says. It says right here, Cassie, Diddy's former girlfriend, Cassie, files a lawsuit against him for rape and repeated physical abuse over about a decade. And she says right here, after years in silence and darkness, Miss Ventura said in her statement, I am finally ready to tell my story and to speak up on behalf of myself and for the benefit of other women who face violence and abuse in their relationships. All right. Then it goes on to say over here, Diddy was reportedly hit with a lawsuit on Thursday from ex Cassie who accused the hip hop mogul of rape and repeated physical abuse. It says Cassie, whose real name is Cassandra Ventura claims after meeting Diddy in 2005, he began a pattern of control and abuse that includes plying her with drugs beating her and forcing her to have sex with a succession of male prostitutes. Oh, okay. I think that's a Trying. And it says right here, while he filmed the encounter in 2018, the suit claims near the end of their relationship, Diddy forced his way into her home and graped her. And uh, that was her statement right here. All right, the comment section's going crazy about somebody in DA expiring. Puff Daddy's lawyer caused Cassie's grape and physical abuse claims blatant blackmail and accused her of seeking a payday. Um, going here, it says right here, in response, a lawyer for Mr. Combs, Ben Brofman. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. It says right here, Mr. Combs vehemently denies these offenses and outrageous allegations. For the past six months, Mr. Combs has been subjected to Mrs. Ventura's or Miss Ventura's persistent demand of $30 million under the threat of writing a damaging book about their relationship, which was unequivocally rejected as blatant blackmail. All right, despite withdrawing her initial threats, Miss Ventura has now resorted to filing a lawsuit riddling, riddled with baseless and outrageous lies and aiming to tarnish Mr. Combs' reputation and seeking a payday. All right, so we're giving both sides of the argument right here. All right, and then um, and then uh, we got to acknowledge this. So Puff Daddy, it's been a bad Puff Daddy year. It's been a bad Puff Daddy year. Let's let's show you what he's actually uh, going through in the past couple of years here. Puff Daddy right here, remember, he knocked up the Orange County Ling Ling. Shout out to Ling Ling on takeout Thursday. The woman from Newport Beach was revealed to have had a baby with Puff Daddy out of wedlock, if you know, and it was just a hookup. And uh, that happened about a year ago, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, there she is right there. Um, that did happen a year ago. He knocked up this Ling Ling. And she was, I believe, in her early 30s or so. Anybody remember that? I do remember that. That was in 2022. 
they did have some other pictures of her. Did you guys see her there? Yeah. Yeah. Right right up right up a ninja alley right there. So apparently, you know, that was a year ago. So that I'm sure she got her check. That was as of December 2022. So that was no, she's not capping. This was this was confirmed. Uh you might say Cassie's capping. All right, but this woman, this woman definitely had her. They did a DNA test. So this woman definitely did have his baby. All right. That one was already um that was already taken care of and she's got her money. All right. Um here we go right here. Also, in the last year, Puff Daddy has been uh fingers pointed at him by one Keefe D, the man who was recently arrested for being a participant in the murder of Tupac Shakur. He has actually implicated himself as or in place himself in the vehicle. And he has tried to monetize himself, making money with the details of Tupac's death. He has also implicated Puff Daddy in this murder as to say there was a agreement for $1 million to delete Tupac. Now, the agreement was not directly with Keefe D. It was there was an intermediary. But unfortunately for Keefe D or fortunately, uh, and fortunately for Puff Daddy, this happened about a, a five weeks ago. The intermediary did not deliver the money to Keefe D. Therefore, he might be able to walk away from this claim of a deletion for hire of Tupac. So P. Diddy is now caught up in that scandal. So it's been a bad few weeks for Puff for Puff in this situation here. And he also has this. Uh, a few years ago, his baby mama, his long-term baby mama, Kim Porter, died, and people say mysteriously, in a house that he had bought and purchased and put back on the market after her death for $7 million. Kim Porter dies mysteriously. And they say she died of labor, labar pneumonia. People believe that Puff Diddy, Puff Daddy may have been complicit in the mysterious deletion of what people would say would be a healthy woman here. And that happened in 2020. All right, that happened somewhere in 2020. So you got that. And a bunch of other things that he deals with. There's some rumors. There's some rumors with um there's some rumors with uh some some people. Some uh, he has the bad boy curse, which most of these his artists have either died or have been drug users or put in prison. You have the bad boy curse, you have G Depp, you have Shine, Notorious B.I.G. Um, and a lot of other people here. Um Mace had some issues. There's some rumors with Mace and so forth and so on. Yeah. I would say that there's a lot of people here. You have a lot of even women and men that say he's been doing some suspicious things. And there's also people that say he might have been maybe set up notorious B.I.G. Now, these are all allegations. These are all alleged. These are all alleged. I don't know any of the details, but there's been some crazy rumors about him, potentially having dudes drop neck artists to get record deals. There's a lot of crazy stuff here. I cannot validate any of these things, but just to let you know, yeah, Craig Mack is another one. Black Rob is another one, right? These, a lot of these men have had um, some, you know, the not best turnouts of their career. Not the best turnouts of their career. Some of them died, were in jail, and or on drugs and homeless. All right, yeah, Craig Mack. So, yeah, if you think about some of the things there, you think about some of these things. Now, with this lawsuit on here, it makes it believable. It makes it believable because people are going to say, yeah, we believe it, knowing the history here. There also was the former Danity Kane uh, member. I don't know her name. She's the blonde. I want to say Aubrey. 
is either her first or last name. She also has insinuated a lot of things about their relationship and all of that stuff. Yeah, G Depp and them. Uh, yeah, so if you think about it, this is why it pe- would be believable on its face for her to go on the attack. Let me go back to this particular slide here. All right, to go back to here and say, um, yeah, this is this would be plausible. And I'm going to say, he's probably going to settle this lawsuit. Okay. Um, he's probably going to settle this lawsuit because of uh, $30 million. He doesn't want his reputation dragged in the mud. He probably is a little bit scared about the Tupac situation. They can file charges against him at any point if they can get maybe enough evidence, maybe Keefe D to cooperate. That could actually come down too. You might see him pull a Russell Simmons and get the f- out of here. Head to Bali, head to Bali, head somewhere to Dubai, head somewhere in Vietnam where he cannot be extradited back. I could probably see that happening if these things get out of order. Now, of course, this is a lawsuit. This is not a criminal lawsuit. There's no evidence that needs to be said that uh, he's going to go to jail because of these claims. If he settles the lawsuit, I mean, this is not a criminal case, which is somewhat suspicious if I'm not mistaken. But you can sue the person who is the, you can sue the person who is here, here, here. All right, now, so we got that part out. And again, I don't know the story about it. I don't know the relationship. The relationship was always odd to me. Diddy has always had younger women around. And uh, he has young Miami around at this particular point. Their relationship seems to be more for uh, uh, public relations, if you will. And I can only imagine that, you know, orgies and trains have been done. I want to say this now. Let's switch it over to Cassie. You see, I got this out now. So I'm not victim blaming here. Let's switch over to Cassie now. We got Diddy down. Cassie is suspect as hell right now. This is suspect. And the only reason it's suspect is because of the timing. First of all, the economy is kicking ass and rent is due. For her to come out five years from now, when she was a, she's an adult, she's an adult now, a mature adult, she probably regrets her relationship with Diddy because she's going to say she was young and her frontal lobe wasn't developed. We know economy's kicking ass. We know her career is nondescript and non-existent at this particular point. Her husband probably don't have enough money to support them. We've seen this with Joe Smith and his wife. Really, where can she go? Really, where she can she go? She can go back to her ex-boyfriend, which makes this very, very hard to deal with in, in stomach. Because if I'm a guy and I don't have a wife and I get into these situations here, guys are trying to avoid marriage. They're trying to avoid having children with American women. They're also trying to avoid common law marriages. They're trying to avoid the legalities of dealing with women. Then you have a woman come out and in a boyfriend-girlfriend situation, come out and basically divorce him and try to get alimony out of it. And then want to reveal all of the things that you participated in as a fully, fully capable adult. You participated in the orgies. You was up there drinking up the drinks. You was up there shooting up the drugs. You was up there taking it up the Duke shoot. You was up in here digging him out. You was up in here partying. You was up, and I don't, I can't, I can't for the life of me find where this, this would be like if an ex-wife divorced you and then years down the line, when you got money, she came back and said, hey, (laughs) Mm. 
you great me while we was married. You made me smoke the dope. When you weren't, when you ran out here and you guys were doing orgies and swinger parties, then she's going to say, you made me take it up the Duke shoe by a series of men when she volunteered. See, <laughs> right? How do you come back? Some of these accusations and claims sound suspect. I'm going to begin it again by go back and say, wait a minute. You're going to put this on Diddy? It was a power dynamic. Okay, that is true. That is true. But you was a volunteer. This is obviously volunteering. Where is the uh, claim here? Let me see if I can pull up the claim. Uh, The New York Times has the article there. There's the article by the New York Times. So we'll read it. We'll read it. And this is them. For people who don't know, this is Diddy and Cassie when they were together. As you can see, she's modeling. She's striking a pose. They don't look like a couple couple for the people who don't know who they are. You guys know who Diddy is. But there she is with Cassie. She don't look like a victim. She don't look scared of him. I think she's Mexican, if I'm not mistaken. She's a Mexican of descent, descent of Mexican. Um, and I think, um, anyway, right here. All right, total for a second. There's Cassie right there. Uh, she's a nice piece of tail, man. I tell you that, man. She right up my alley. Uh, but I now she'll know she cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I would fold her up like a love letter from the second grade. And I've been on Cassie's tip for a minute. If uh, And I'm not big on celebrity women, but I'm going to tell you, that Cassie Ventura is a nice piece of calico. All right? But then she saved the side of her head. I didn't like that. Anyway, anyway, where's that? Do, can I fix his a bind, Cassie? Cassie, can I fix his a bind? Anyway. Mm. Is she Filipino? She's Filipina? Really? She's from Filipina? All right. Um, Man, she's gorgeous, man. She's freaking gorgeous. All right. So um, I would have definitely done a lot of the things she claimed. She's 37. All right. He said, make sure I record it. And she's probably one of the, you know, she goes up there, what I call the classic beauty, um, where she just has everything working for her. There's not a lot of women that have the classic beauty. I would say Carrie Washington has a classic beauty model, uh, uh, makeup. Cassie would go in there. Um, Megan Good would go in there in terms of black women. I think there's very few black women that fit in the classic beauty. Those three women on any generation, any black and white photo, anytime could drop right in and they'd be the hottest bitch on the planet. Right there. Those three women right there. They got it. They got it. All right, but uh, there's not many people that fall into the classic beauty mark. And then when you go to other races of women, there's certainly some other races of women that fall in the classic beauty. All right, but um, uh, she's 37 now. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> Halle Berry, yeah, Halle Berry for sure. Young Halle Berry's classic beauty. Uh, Sierra, kinda. I wouldn't put her up there too too much, but Sierra would be close. Somebody said Medusa. Uh, those women, Vanessa Williams. Yeah, these are these are all women that go into classic beauty, man. I'll tell you, man. Yeah, I'm starving over Cassie. Yeah, that brother's starving. Somebody said Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland too has a classic beauty marker makeup. For sure that she could be dropped into any any time period and be that bad. Zendaya too is up there as well. Um, yeah, man, you guys are naming some good people. But uh Meghan Markle too, she has it, but um she has it. She just cuckoo. I can't look at her that way anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, but anyway, shout out to the people who you guys are naming for sure. Yeah, these are classic beauties like they don't need much to be beautiful but anyway we starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. all right we starving we starving all right but um 
anyway. Anyway, we may we might need to do a show on classic beauty. We might need to do a close and of all races of women, you could go to Puerto Rican women, white women. There are some. We I might do a show, a simp show, a starving show, a CGA starving show. Classic beauty, classic beautiful women. All right, um, here we go right here. It says uh, Sean Diddy Combs was accused this Thursday. We already know this. The suit was filed. We know that. It says right here among the allegations, Ventura H thirty seven accused. Combs, 54, regularly fed her drugs and alcohol. Right here. Right? How do you regularly feed a person drug and alcohol? How is that even a claim? But, of course, you got to act like this is classic. Hey, I was victimized. He put me. How do you, how do you regularly feed someone drugs and alcohol? You wake up, bitch, take these drugs. I mean, I can see it. It would be something that's plausible. But again, where's your accountability here? <laughs> There's something going on here. Andy Newton, yes. Okay. Today, take your drugs. Take your alcohol. Again, they drink up the drink. They have the party. They eat up the food. And then later on, claim to be victimized. You wasn't smoking the crack. All right. You didn't smoke the crack. What do you do? Make you smoke the crack? Mm. All right. It says right here, forced her, forced her to have sex with male prostitutes while he filmed the encounter. <laughs> All right. So that, there's that one. How, how does that happen? I mean, your boyfriend and girlfriend, it's not like you were, I mean, they were, he did sign her to her record label. So there's that. Then he started to date her, which is common in the industry. How do you force her into an orgy? Mm. I mean, how do you force her into an orgy? She can say no or say no. She could walk out the door again. But, of course, because he has power money, she does it. That's where she's going to claim. Well, he was supporting me, and he had this, and he paid for that, and I couldn't leave, and he, I live with him. Okay, what about this one? She said he blew up the car of a man he learned was romantically interested in her. Well, that's what he would have done to be. I listen, uh, uh, Puff Daddy. I don't, I don't like Cassie. I don't want her. She's thirty-seven. I would have wanted her like fifteen years ago. That would have been a fantastic life. But apparently, I would have had to feed her drug and alcohol. I didn't want. I probably wouldn't have had the power over her. Indeed. So, allegedly, he blew up a car of a man he learned was romantically interested in her. That seems plausible. <laughs> I can probably, I think they were to do something like this. And then, while she uh, tried to leave the relationship in 2018, Combs allegedly forced Ventura into her own home and graped her. This could be, this is hard to prove. Now, for normies, you guys don't do stuff like this. But I can probably see something like this happening. Maybe some makeup sex. Maybe, no, you're not leaving. I can't imagine it being a grape, but maybe she was just maybe trying to get through the moment and looking back at it now, five years later, removal of consent. The consent was not there to fall under the protection of the what they call the Adult Survivors Act, to make the lawsuit stick. She can say, I didn't consent. He, he 
pushed me in there and we had makeup sex and now it's a grape, right? Mm. I mean, I, I can't really, I can't really see it. Oh, oh, it was Kid Cudi. Really? Oh, that's why he was walking around with that dress. <laughs> now it makes sense. So it was Kid Cudi. Yeah, that made that ninja put a dress on real quick. But this is a retroactive removal of consent because you cannot prove it. You would have to get the story out. And who has time for that? Who has an understanding? Who was consenting? Who didn't? You were boyfriend and girlfriend. Who knew? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway. Continuing on after you. Okay, we read our statement there. Hopefully they. Ventura said in the statement announcing a laundry list of investigate uh, allegations. They mentioned the New York Survivors Act right there. And the it expires. So they mentioned that there. But this is them right there. They do have a photo of them not looking very happy. Boy, she is something else, man. She's gorgeous. And he was, she was his arm candy. She was maybe his beard. We don't know this. And everything I say is alleged. She was his sex doll. She was his sex doll. She probably nominated herself to be the sex doll. She chose this position. And men like this, they do wild shit. So, yeah, she probably seen some things. And she probably knows some things that she's probably threatening them with that she did not reveal in a lawsuit. We do have the response from the attorney that I've already read. And the pair was in a public on-again, off-again relationship that she claimed started shortly after meeting in 2005 when she was just 19 and he was 37. Of course, look at how this is framed. She claimed they met in 2005 when she was just 19. No, you were 19. You were a fully capable adult. You weren't just 19. Okay, you knew what you were getting into. Your frontal lobe was partially developed. You might not be smart. The elevator might not go all the way to the top floor. You might not be the sharpest knife in the, in the, in the, in the toolbox. You also might not be dealing with a full deck. However, you were a legal adult. I, there's no just 19. You volunteered. This is not no victim shit. You were an adult. Don't try to say you were taken advantage of here. You knew what was what. You've been in the industry. You knew who he was. You heard all the rumors. Cut the bullshit. Mm. Now, you're the same age he was when he started dealing with you. So don't try to make no creepy shit here. And the parents knew they all co-signed on it. They all cast the checks. I'm sure he paid your parents off nice and handsomely. I'm sure paid the parents off to go away and look the other way. Everybody know what was up. <laughs> all right. Now you want to come back. I was just 19. No, 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 no. We're not going to play this game, ma'am. But anyway, she was signed to the bad boy label. I didn't realize that. And subsequently pudged the teenager. <laughs> the teenager, into a fast-paced and drug-fueled lifestyle. The teenager, huh, that later left her grappling with substance abuse issues. Damn, man almighty. Wait, wait. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. So in essence... You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Yeah, where did that bring you? So this is uh the season we're dealing with, gentlemen. This is the season we're in. We're in a season of uh, reach back to none of these claims she has she's going to be able to prove. That's number one. 
And this is not a case where she needs, you know, evidence to prove her case. This is not even going to go that far. So for people who want to know if she's going to be vindicated, she's not going to prove her case. She has no evidence of what she's talking about. Unfortunately, she has her story. He has his story. He has a shady past. She is going to be treated with kid gloves, and they're going to go back and say, well, poor 19-year-old, you, you didn't know, right? So she does have favor here. It is also a lawsuit he probably does not want to fight. She's also, according to his lawyer, tried to extort him prior to filing this lawsuit. With that knowledge, this looks suspect. So we're in a season of women that are struggling. The economy's crushing them. I don't care if they're making a lot of money or a little money. We're in a season of where women are looking back to find where they can go get some money. This is where we are. And, uh, yeah, they're going to settle this case. Um, if they don't have any other things that's going to come out here, I'm pretty sure she might be saying she knows something about Kim Porter. Who knows what she says right here? Who was the woman that was in the relationship with allegedly Diddy, which was Lori Harvey? And that was before he was with Young Miami, I believe her name is. And so Lori Harvey was fresh right off the heels of Kim Porter's death and the breakup of Cassie. So Lori Harvey was followed Cassie and then Young Miami or Young MIA, whatever her name is, has followed Lori Harvey. But yeah, this is the season of women trying to capitalize on past relationships with men. So even now, this is why the red pill will never go anywhere. <laughs> it's never going anywhere. I know people don't like the red pill. You think this... Gr- creepy and a bunch of men but stories like this stories like this are why the red pill is going to continue to have legs because we we and i uh, you know many of people called this i was one of the people that called it i said lawsuits are the new divorce a divorce is a lawsuit but now guys are not getting married guys aren't having kids guys aren't living with women even the celebrities are trying to dodge the marriage wheel. And still you get lawsuits. Still you get lawsuits. You got Jennifer Lopez doubling back to Ben Affleck. A lot of people think women have options all the way into their 30s and 40s. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They're always going to circle back. They're always going to circle a block. They're always going to reach back. And you got to protect yourself now because you're trying to not be vulnerable to these type of things. Me Too cases and accusations, court of public opinion fights, lawsuits, divorce, alimony, child support. We're really trying to not be vulnerable to this. And I know a lot of people are like, you ain't never, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Everybody has something to worry about. Everybody has something to worry about when it comes to these situations because these claims are hard to prove. And then when you have a lawsuit and you don't want to, take your attention off of it if you feel you want to fight for your name you're going to need to pay a lot of lawyers and you're eventually going to have to pay them off this is crazy this is crazy but you know the 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 red pill standards and the talking points in regards to women hitting the wall (laughs) and being broke and then coming back dealing with no options they monkey branch and lose cassie monkey branched and lost now, all of a sudden, at the 11th hour, she wants to file his lawsuit, which is hard for her to prove it's accurate. That's the problem with it. I don't care who. It, I can't say if he did it or not. He could have done these things. They sound kind of weird, but they live weird lives. But I, it, it's going to be difficult for men to actually want to engage with women. 
You got, uh, what was that woman's name? Jada Pinkin out here throwing wheel all under the bus. Who wants to do this? Who wants to keep playing these games with them? And let's just get this straight, gentlemen. You guys got to be on your P's and Q's when it comes to dealing with women. You got to be on your P's and Q's. All right, so she tried the monkey branch. She lost. She thought she was going to have a better life. P. Diddy started making more money dealing with younger artists. She thought it was over for him. Now she looking stuck on stupid, broke, broken in a joke. Now she's trying to come back out here and get a payday on an easy layup. And when Diddy's vulnerable because he's dealing with the Tupac situation, he's vulnerable. So they will kick your ass while you down. <laughs> All right, it's crazy. And, and, and last thing here. Why can't men, you know, men treat women right? That's number one. This is what you got. You guys got to understand. Like, this is why I don't like to manipulate women, right? They're always going to come back, and I didn't mean to, and I felt I was forced to. I don't want to get in, none of that. So we got to treat women right. We got to make sure you're not getting to that, manipulating them, laughing, calling them names, busting down on, busting on them, and calling them names, kicking them in the booty, telling them they're whores. It's not going to work for you. Also, if a woman's in your life, don't tell her shit. Don't give her secrets. Don't think she's a down-ass bitch. Don't think she ever ain't going to turn on you. Guys, they're going to they're gonna turn on you at some particular point. Sometimes they're going to have loose lips and they sink ships. You guys open up to these people, man, and some of these people can't handle information. And um, these are the things you're going to be vulnerable to. Any person that doesn't understand that this can happen to any guy on any level. In fact, if you make less money, it's worse. It's worse, right? Because people will say, I, I saw a meme that said men worried about divorce, but they only make thirty to $45,000 a year. That's the dumbest argument of all time. Because when, you're, when you make less money, it hurts more. <laughs> It hurts more. If I make $30 million, if I have $30 million and I have to pay my ex-wife $10 million, all right, that sucks. It's ridiculous. They're going to make a video about it, but I'll cut the check. But if I make $45,000 and I get divorced and she takes me to child support for $400 a month in child support, I'm homeless. Mm. <laughs> I'm homeless. Yeah, it's over for me. I, I and, and and I'm stuck in the system. I'm never gonna get out of here. So when when you make less money, it's worse. I can't afford a lawyer. I gotta represent myself. I'm gonna go over there and get ran over. So it doesn't. It, it's it, it, these arguments where people have it. They're like, I, you you calling women money hungry when you make fifty grand? It's worse if you take any money from that guy. It's doomsday. He living back with his mama. Right, here we go. If you sue a guy on a Me Too claim, he make $200,000 a year. He's going to spend $150,000 on legal fees. He's bankrupt. Just like that. Just gone. People don't understand this. It's worse when it, with the less money you make. It ain't better. It ain't like the woman's going, oh, we done going after your money. I just want what's equally and rightfully ours. And then she takes half of your house. Now you sitting there homeless, right? Jesus Christ. All right, anyway, yep, you living at your mama's house. Let me get into this here. Uh, reserve your own judgments if you think uh, that he did these things that she claims. 
Some of these things I can't see as legitimate claims. I mean, the one with the fed her drugs and alcohol is bullshit. All right. She drank the drink. She smoked the, she smoked the dope. The, the, the orgy, that's plausible. That seems like that, that happened. Now, she said she forced him. She forced her to sleep with male prostitutes and record it. You have to prove that. You definitely have to prove that, that you were forced into that. How, how, when did this happen? 2006, but she stayed until 2018. That makes it less valid. If it happened the day before you walked out the door and you said, I can't take this no more, then it's more valid. You see what I mean? That's how quickly you can validate it. But, um, you know, the last one was um, she blew up Kid Cudi's car, all right? That probably can be validated. That probably can be validated. All you have to have the person say, well, can you prove that he blew it up? That's the thing. But uh, anyway, yeah, you got to have evidence in these things, and this is no evidence. I do switch up on the he and she sometimes when I'm talking. Yes, I'm not perfect. All right, here we go here. I think I got all the contributions here, and we got to end this show, I think, coming up here quick because it's about to be the weekend. Coming up here. What's up, nigga? We What's do up have for some weekend, super chats. Nigga? Shout out to Blue Bag and says, so for 10 years she kept coming back for the grape and abuse. That's where you have to ask here. But she's going to say Stockholm Syndrome. He was controlling me, which is all BS. I can't go for that. If this was a one-off, if there was one incident where he was on a drug fuel rage in 2017 before they broke up, he walked in, he grabbed her, he injected all kind of heroin, fentanyl, and crack in her system, beat her up, opened the door and the closet, and out came ninjas in Timberland boots, and he said, we're going to record her. He tied her down. And they went and proceeded to poke her holes out. And then he kept it. And he told her, bitch, you better not say nothing. And she said, I can't wait to leave this marriage or this relationship. And he said, you ain't going to ever leave me. And then she ran into the arms of the personal trainer and said, save me from this weird man, crazy man. And then they went off on a flying carpet. Now, that I believe, if you put the story together on one day, right, that would be believable. I would be like, okay, yep, he did that. He did that, all right? And she left, and she had Dookie all on the bed. She was bleeding out of her ear. She had two pit bulls barking at her, rah, 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 keeping her on the bed. They tied her in the cage. And then, and then they kept feeding her drugs in a dog bowl. All right, that one. Now that one is, I would be like that. Now that right there is a story, <laughs> right? Anyway, right there, right? And she couldn't wait to break up. All right, man, that's a book right there. That right there definitely happened. So anyhow, look, <laughs> it's crazy, man. Shout out to the dictator coach about to go back to work. So he can make $30 million and fix somebody's binds out here. I'm going to Yeah. I'm going to fix his binds, but apparently I'm going to get sued. Justin O says Cassie is about to end up missing. These celebrities have fixers. Diddy, 
about to call Ray Donovan, and you cannot deny it at this point. He's been linked to blowing up a, a rapper's car. He's also been linked to Biggie Smalls and Tupac's deletion. He's also been linked to potentially, allegedly, Kim Porter's deletion. Cassie better lay low, lay low as a mouse. One time staked out all in front of her house. All right, Cassie better go hide after she done found this lawsuit. Diddy is one, allegedly, according to sources, not me, to make a ninja disappear. To have some a whole bunch of slow singing and flower bringing when that burglar alarm starts ringing. <laughs> right here we go right here. Cassie better lay low. If we hear Cass, okay, look, this will seal it for me. If Cassie ends up pushing daisies, he did it. Right, it's just gonna be like, all right, I come on in the morning, right? If I noticed that she didn't went missing, and they found her, <laughs> anyway, here, I'm gonna say he probably did it. JC says, uh, definitely don't tell these three or fours you hit the lottery. Nope, at all, man. It's crazy, man. Hey, man, it is the year of just the disrespect of women. I mean, of men, but also you have to say it's the year of the disrespect of uh, uh, women in the past. The way you used to, this is why I'm always telling you 1990s ninjas, how you dealt with women in the past, you got to switch up. How you dealt with women in the past, y'all got to switch up, man. That shit don't fly no more, y'all. All right, these women out here going to have stories, man. Receipts and shit. Shout out to James Davis says uh, Jennifer Lopez woke after the club shooting. That's that one too. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez woke up and said, oh, these ninjas playing real guns. <laughs> There's allegedly Dilly shooting up a club, putting the firearm in Shine Burrows in. All right. And Shine over here got deported after spending years in the poke. All right. So, you know, you guys got to switch up how you're dealing with women. It's a new, these new women are something else. Shout out to Kaylin says, any negative thoughts you have as a man about a woman is best kept to yourself. Negative thoughts, yeah. Deshaun says, fed drugs in a dog bowl. Yep, I believe that one too. Yep, and she she had her in a dog cage. And she had to eat the drugs like a dog. I, now, that one is completely believable. But Diddy, everything I said today is allegedly, so I don't want to hear shit about nothing. Let's get back to tomorrow, man. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Shout out to y'all. Thank you for the support. Watch the replay. Hit the like button on the way out. We be out of here, brothers. Peace.